Chapter Twenty One of Slave Planet by Lawrence M. Jennifer. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Cadnan had learned much in a very short time. Everyone was hurried now, as the time of mating approached more and more quickly, and as the days sped by. Knowledge was thrown at Cadnan and at Dara in vast, indigestible lumps, and they were left to make what they could of it while the others went about their normal assigned work. He learned about the invasion, for instance, or as much about it as Marver, the elders, and a few other late arrivals could piece together. Their explanations made surprisingly good sense, in the main, though none of them, not even Marver, could quite comprehend the notion of masters having masters above them. It seemed contrary to reason. Cadnan learned also the new trees in this new place which the elders had found. There were food trees nearby, and others whose leaves were meant for building, and there were also trees of mating, like his own bent line tree. No one could tell Cadnan where bent line tree itself might be, and so he became resigned to his first mating with a new tree, which the elders had called Great Root Tree. It was not truly right, he told himself but there was nothing to do about it. The life in the jungle made Cadnan uncomfortable. He was nothing larger than himself, and he felt very small. When he had masters, he was a part of something great, of the chain of obedience. But here in the jungle there was no chain, and would the trees obey when their time came? And each felt himself alone. It was not good to feel alone, Cadnan decided. Yet again, there was nothing he could do. It mattered for a time, and then it ceased to matter. The time of mating came closer and closer, and Cadnan felt his own needs grow with the hours. The sun rose and fell, and rose again. Then the time came. It was dark. There were others near them, but they were alone. Cadnan knew Dara was standing near him in the darkness, though he saw nothing. He heard her breath coming slowly at first, and then a little faster. He did not hear his own, but that was no matter. There was a sound from a small night animal, but it did not come near. He stood with Dara near to Great Root Tree. If he put out his hand, he could touch it. But he kept his hand at his side. Touching the tree at that moment was wrong. There were the old rules, the true rules and to think of them made him feel better. Dara said nothing. It was not necessary for her to speak. They knew each other, and the attraction was very strong. Cadnan had felt the attraction before, but until that moment he had not known how strong it was. And then it grew and grew. Still they did not move. Darkness covered both, and there was no more sound. The very feeling of the presence of others disappeared. There was nothing but Cadnan and Dara and Great Root Tree. It called to him, but not to him alone. He knew what he had to do. He felt the front of his body growing warm and then hot. He felt the first touch of the liquid. He touched Dara. Their fronts touched. That alone was more than Cadnan had ever imagined. Yet it was not enough. Still there was more he was called on to do. He didn't think about it, 
or know of it until it was done. He moved against Dara as she against him. He was not himself. He was more and less. He was only the front of his body, and he was great root tree. He was all trees, all worlds. When he stepped back, it was like dying. But he could not die, since there was more for him to do. He stood still, very close to Dara, and, remaining close, he went to the tree. It was not far, and both knew the path, but it seemed far. Cadnan could feel the mixed liquids on his front, his and Dara's. Great Root Tree seemed to call these liquids to itself, and himself and Dara with them. They walked to it. In the darkness they could not see it, but they knew the tree. They had spent time knowing it before that night. Cadnan reached out a slow hand and touched the back of the tree, almost as smooth as metal, with only minute irregularities throughout its surface. Once again a long time seemed to pass, but it was not long. Then he was against the tree while Dara stood behind, waiting. He pressed himself against the bark, and he felt himself becoming part of Great Root Tree, becoming the tree itself, and this lasted for all time and no time, and he was separated from it and saw Dara come to where he had pressed, and moved delicately and then fiercely upon the bark. Then he saw nothing, but heard her breathing faster and faster, and all sounds stopped. There was a long silence, and then her breathing began again, very slowly, very slowly. She returned to Cadnan and took his hand. It was finished. Soon the tree would bud with the results of the liquids rubbed on it. After that, there would be small ones, and Cadnan would be an elder. All of this was in the future, and it was very dim in Cadnan's mind. But everything was dim. He lay on the ground, and Dara lay near him, both very tired, too tired to think of anything, and he felt himself shaking for a time and his breath hissed in and out until the shaking stopped. Dara, too, was quiet at last. The darkness had not changed. There was no sound and no motion. It was over. End of chapter 21